What does that intro sound like? Yeah. So uh, first thing that happens is the the operator from whatever company you're using mm-hmm. is going to be on the other line, and then they tell you they have a live transfer for you. You can pull their information up. You have a printout of you know address, date of birth, all, all the all the things. And um, you tell me ready for it, and the transfer's over. And so the representative would say, um, you know, okay, Rob, I have a licensed uh, insurance representative on the other line for you. I'm going to hop off the call. Have a great day. Okay, you too. And then I get on the phone with them. And so I would say something along the lines of, um, hey, Rob, my name is Chris. I'm going to be helping you get your policy put in place today. And uh, I say that because I want them to know that we're not, this isn't just for a quote. We're putting this in place. And and so, hey, Rob, this is Chris. I'm going to be helping to get your policy put in place today. How's your day going so far? Going good. It's going good. Great. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good thing. That's a good thing, man. All right. So it looks like you're obviously looking to get some life insurance put in place. Um, I just want to verify a little bit of information with you real quick. I have your address down here as 123 Main Street. Is uh, is that correct? Yes, it is. Okay. Then your date of birth as 121964. Is that right? Mm-hmm. All right. Perfect. Let me just mark that down. All right. So now... Um, Obviously, you're looking for some kind of coverage. You have a mortgage right now that you're trying to protect, or you, is more for like final expense to make sure you're not burdening anybody. If God forbid something were to happen to you, uh, fi- final expense is that yeah. what most of yours? I would. Are you asking me? I'm, I'm, at, I'm, I'm, at, I'm out of role play now. Are okay. Most of them are they mostly final expense? Most or? of them are final expense. Okay, so let's go with that. So okay. I'm looking for final expense. I don't want to. I don't want family to have to deal with the burden. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. I, out of pretty much everyone that I talk to, that's what most people are looking for. So we can definitely help you out with that. So the way rather this process is going to work is we're, I'm going to ask you a few medical questions, try to get you um, pre-approved, so we know what kind of products you're going to be eligible for. And then once we figure that out, we'll go through a couple different options, policy uh, specific to you. And we'll pick out one of those policies that makes sense for your situation, and we'll go ahead and submit a request for coverage. That request for coverage is going to take anywhere from one to two weeks for Alfie to come back. And what the carrier is going to do in that time is they're going to look at things like your prescription history, uh, your medical background. They want to make sure that no one's trying to take out any insurance in your name or anything, um, whether you can just escape from prison or hide out there in California, yeah. right, <laughs> or wherever you are. <laughs> so yeah. in the last yeah. seven years, have you been treated for anything like uh, heart attack, cancer, uh, stroke, COPD, or diabetes that requires insulin? Uh, no. Okay, perfect. And what about the small stuff like high blood pressure, cholesterol, anxiety, depression, or thyroid issues? All of the above. All the above, all right. And are those conditions well controlled with medications? They are. They are. All right, perfect. So we should be able to help you out there. All right, so like I said, we're going to look at a few different options for you. And uh, once we find one that actually makes sense, we'll go ahead and submit that request for coverage. So um, give me one second to pull this up. Now, you said your date of birth is 1264, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and do you smoke? I don't. All right. I do not. Perfect, perfect. All right, so I got this pulled up. So um, let's look at option one. So option one, we're looking at $25,000. Uh, $25,000 is about the average cost of the funeral in your area. Um, uh, $25,000 would be one fifty-six a month. Now, obviously, this is going to pay out if you were to die, right? But um, this is also going to pay out while you're alive. So if you were to get diagnosed with any kind of a terminal illness, so 12, uh, 12 months or less to live, they're going to make you the beneficiary. They're going to start paying you out the entirety of that face amount. Um, this is also going to have a cash value account attached to it. And I don't know if you're familiar with cash value, but basically how that works is um, every time you make a premium payment, a portion of that's going to go towards your cash value account. Now that cash value account is going to begin to accrue interest. And so let's just say in, uh, I don't know, five, 10 years from now, you have six, seven, eight thousand $8,000 in that cash value account. Well, you can go ahead and take some of that money out and you can go use it to buy whatever you want, right? A TV, dogs, whatever, you, <laughs> whatever you're into, <laughs> all right? Or you can actually leave that money in there and you can actually use that account to help uh, to make those premium payments for you. So it's like a self-funding account at that point. Kind of a cool option. 
And this also has a double indemnity rider attached to it, which you do not pay for. They just throw that in there for free. And what this means is that if you were to die by any reason other than natural causes, so you get into a car crash, um, choke on something, fall, hit your head, walk in the woods, and a tree limb comes down to smash you in the back of the head and lights out, then they're going to go ahead and double that payment. So instead of $25,000, they are not going to pay you out $50,000. Okay. So that's option one, okay? Option two, we're looking at $20,000. $20,000 um, is going to be one twenty-four a month, and this is going to have the exact same benefits as option number one. So cash value account, you got terminal illness, you're going to be protected, and double indemnity rider, you're you're good to go. And then there's option three, $15,000. This is $94 a month, and same exact benefits as option number one and number two. Terminal illness, cash value, and double indemnity rider, all going to be included. So, Rob, out of those options, what one do you think would make the most sense for your situation? Uh... I think 20 would be good. 20, yeah, that's the, probably the most common. I think that's the most common one that we're seeing right now. So we can go ahead and submit the request uh, for coverage for that. And, again, what they're going to do is they're going to look at things like your prescription history, your medical background, and then, again, just going to verify that you are who you say you are. No one's trying to take this out in your name. All right? Okay. All right, perfect. So um, in order to submit the request for coverage, obviously the company is going to require some sensitive information to make sure you are who you say you are. Um, that's going to include your driver's license number, social security number, and bank account information. All right. So just go ahead and do me a favor. Go ahead and grab that information while I start getting this uh, application put through. Okay. And then they, they nine times out of ten, they like, yeah, okay. Okay. You get pushback on what part of that? If I do get pushback, it's on the it's on the uh, bank account. I found nobody I really. I like the options, Chris, but like, ah, you need my bank information? Yeah. So, um I actually don't need the bank information, but in order to submit the application, these companies require that to be part of the application. Now, it's important to note that no money is going to actually be drafted today. They're not even going to take that until you're actually approved for the coverage. But these companies, after COVID and everything, they've been over-inundated with applications for life insurance, and they're not even going to entertain any applications now that uh, from clients they don't think are serious about it. So that's just one of the requirements that they now have. It's less paper chasing for them in the long run. Okay, so, like I said, if you don't if you don't mind, just go grab that for me, and uh, I'll, we'll begin putting this through. Yeah, that's beautiful. All right. So then they get it, and mm -hmm. they give it to you, and then what happens next? So now we we have now here's the challenging part: technology. Yeah. So let's run through. So you, you seamless, dude. This is just like silky smooth. Then you got to put the, the ball in their court because they have to figure out how to sign this thing now. Yeah, and that can be challenging. So let's run through Let's run through how you troubleshoot that because okay. I can see why you're closing so much business. That was a four-minute pitch, and I feel like I've known you forever. <laughs> like that, you're really good at that. That's nice. so smooth. And that, that rebuttal to that bank objection is, is freaking gold. We'll have to get that typed out to get out to people because that is really good. Um, you're not getting many objections there. Now, signatures. Mm -hmm. Um, you say, no, I'm not in person. Obviously, you're, if you're not in state, there's no way around this. So you, you've got to get proficient at this. And the play is to, is to go outside of your home state as, as an option because you need to get the cost of leads down. Correct. So now you're, you, you click. When you set up the application, you, you click, I'm not, I've never done this. So walk okay. me through it as if I don't know what I'm doing. So you, you say, no, I'm not with the client. Yep. Okay. And then let's just use Americo because we always lead with Americo. Yeah. And... You click email signature mm -hmm. and you send it over. Then what happens next? And then so yeah, it's going to have an access code. So you take that access code. I copy and paste. So you have to have their access code is automatically populated. And then you have to enter one for yourself as well. So I just copy and paste it. So it's the same access code. Is it a confusing one or is it like simple? Like there's no, dude, in there. It, it, it's like 
it's six numbers, eight, four, six, seven, four, two. Okay. And then, and then you just tell, so what I do is I tell them, I say, all right, all right, Rob. So, um, I'm going to be sending you an email in a second here. This is going to be the HIPAA disclosure. This is just going to give the company authorization or any prescription history. Uh, I'm going to send that email to this email address and just, I want to make sure it's going to you. So I'm going to verify it real quick. And then I go over what the email address is. Yes, that's it. Then you hit send email. And then, all right, so I'm sending that over right now, so you should have that any second. Go ahead and open your email up and make sure that, that you got that. Let me know when you do. Once you get it uh, and you open the document, it's going to ask you for an access code. So when you get to that part, tell me, and I will let you know what that code is. And then, so you're keeping the control on that part too. They still need you at this point. Yeah, I, I, yes, and that, that's intentional. I, I, like to, I want them to need me for the entire duration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so then they do that. Um, and then that's America's, that's a HIPAA one, and then the same... The same thing. I, I've heard just whisperings that at the end of the Americo app, it's like a, it's a little different than that initial one. It's well, I mean, yes and no. So it's different in the sense that there's more places for them to click to sign. It's just like if you're doing it in person. It's okay. the same. They sign the exact same thing. Same thing. They click here to apply. Click here to apply. They're just doing that versus you. Yeah, they just do it instead of you. And okay. and they're not. They don't actually have to do the signature again. They 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 hand do their signature on the HIPAA form. And then when they're on that uh, last one that you send, mm -hmm. when they click that little yellow tab, it just mm -hmm. automatically applies the same signature that they did in the HIPAA form. Okay, cool. And they are going to have to answer the mother's maiden name. And so then they just type that in. But that's that's it. And then they then they submit it, and it comes back to you. Your page refreshes. And um, uh, so if it's a HIPAA form, it just automatically refresh, refreshes, and you just go to the next page. If it's the very last one, then you get an email as the agent. And then you just, you, you have to uh, go into your email, your email, and then you just sign yours. Got it.